How are you able to trace an object with your eyes? This happens so fast, and these muscles are ridiculously responsive and accurate. What muscles do you use, and what are they called? Let's check them out. Hi there, this is Seth Jump, your professor for Anatomy on the Go. If you're learning, practicing, and reviewing anatomy, you could probably benefit from a little overview, some tips, etc. You can get those in an ebook I made called Preparing to Ace Anatomy. Go to anatomyonthego.com, follow the prompts, share your email, and in less than a minute, you'll get that ebook. Now, here we are in a new episode talking about some muscles that we haven't talked about before, but these are vital on a daily basis. They enable you to move your eye around, to trace objects, get information, move to get out of the way of something headed towards you. You can also use these muscles to communicate, right? Nonverbal communication. Pretty fascinating, really. Someone, probably someone you know reasonably well, but not necessarily, they can simply look at you and then move their eyes very strategically. It sends a message right away. And you know what they mean instantly. They haven't said a word. So these muscles are key for letting you trace objects, but also play a role in the complex communication we can have as humans. These muscles that we're referencing are called extraocular muscles. We'll talk about six in this particular episode in more detail, but we could also reference one here at the at the outset of the, uh, the podcast episode, and that is the Vader palpebrae superioris. And we'll mention that briefly to say that it raises the eyelid. It, it elevates the superior eyelid. Now, the rest that we'll talk about, they actually are attaching somewhere on the eyeball. Uh, they attach to the outside surface of the eye, which is called the sclera, and is the white of the eye. There are four rectus muscles, Medial rectus, lateral rectus, superior rectus, and inferior rectus. Now remember that when we're talking about muscles, rectus means straight. The fibers have a straight orientation. They aren't oriented at an angle or slanting like an oblique muscle. Now the origin for these muscles is the common tendinous ring, a.k.a. the annulus of Zinn. Now this ring surrounds the optic nerve and provides a spot for these muscles to attach. These muscles are named for where they're attached on the eye. And it's important to note that they they are attached more anterior than posterior. So you could say that they are attaching anterior-medial, anterior-lateral, etc. Now the medial rectus attaches to the medial part of the eye. The lateral rectus attaches to the lateral part of the eye. The superior rectus attaches to the superior part of the eye. And yes, lastly, you got it. The inferior rectus attaches to the inferior part of the eye. Now that being the case... The medial rectus will adduct the eye, move the eye medially, like when you look at something more centrally, not in your peripheral vision. The lateral rectus abducts the eye, moves the eye laterally, like when you look at something to the side of your body, more in your peripheral vision, so to speak. The inferior rectus adducts the eye and moves it inferiorly, moves the eye medially, moves the eye down, which is also called depression. So when you look down and toward your nose, down and toward the flying projectile heading at your face. Now, why does this happen? The fibers actually run medial to lateral, so they have the ability to turn the eye toward midline. Now, what about the superior rectus? What does that muscle do? The superior rectus adducts the eye and moves it superiorly, moves the eye medially, and moves the eye up. 
which is called elevation. So when you look up and toward your nose, up and centrally toward the flying projectile heading at your face, when you look up at the ceiling. You ever played that funny game at a wedding or other type of gathering like that, where you start looking at the ceiling and see who else will start looking at the ceiling too? I like to mess with my kids and other people sometimes too, admittedly, and then act like I'm not actually playing a game with the other people who are strangers, not my kids, of course. Now, note that these two muscles contribute to movements called extorsion and intorsion. For example, the inferorectus contributes to extorsion, and the superior rectus uh, contributes to intorsion. And then after we talk about the oblique muscles, you can, you can kind of see how they play a role in that. This gets kind of complicated in a hurry. But for now, let's pause for a moment, and we'll come back to the additional muscles and some little uh, additional tips and tricks. Physical and mental fatigue is often the biggest barrier to success in any activity involving strength, endurance, and mental focus. I've been on the lookout for something that could help boost athletic performance during my training and workouts, which is why I'm so happy that I found the AminoCo. They offer 100% science-backed essential amino acid formula called Perform. Perform was created by former Harvard professor and world-renowned clinical researcher Dr. Wolf, who has completed 62 marathons in under 2 hours and 30 minutes and is still fueling his body with Perform at age 75. Perform is keto-friendly, soy-free, vegan, gluten-free, without any nasty GMOs. Perform is formulated to minimize muscle breakdown during exercise and maximize muscle growth after exercise. I use Perform to give me a boost for my different workouts, including running on the treadmill, interval training, weight training, and martial arts training. I train jiu-jitsu and karate. Personally, I have noticed a boost in my ability to sustain my performance during exercise. I tend to notice less of a dip or a tapering off of muscular performance. I've also experienced improvements in mental clarity and focus. Also, as a huge bonus, it tastes delicious. If you're looking for a nutritional advantage when it comes to boosting your peak athletic performance, I recommend you give Perform a try. It's scientifically three times more effective on a gram-for-gram basis than any other protein source. You can check out their science by visiting aminoco.com anatomy. And while you're there, when you use the discount code anatomy, you get 30% off at checkout. One more time, visit aminoco.com anatomy and use the discount code anatomy for 30% off. So let's actually talk about the superior to infer oblique now, and then we'll talk about some other details about these muscles. Let's start with the infer oblique. The origin for this muscle is the maxilla, the upper jaw. It then inserts on the posterior inferior lateral surface of the eye. Now, when this muscle contracts, the main action is extorsion. So that is moving the eye away from midline, rolling it away from midline. The superior oblique does the exact opposite, but first, the origin for this muscle is the sphenoid bone in the central part of the orbit. It inserts on the posterior superior lateral surface of the eye, so the fibers run medial to lateral. This muscle goes through a loop called the trochlea, and its main action is in torsion, so that is rolling the eyeball toward midline. When they, when they work together, these two muscles, inferior oblique and superior oblique, they cause abduction. So a little bit more about these, how these muscles kind of work together. Now, in the abducted position, that is the eyeball away from midline, it's superior and inferior rectus that are responsible for elevation and depression of the eye. 
That is, superior rectus is for elevation and inferior rectus is for depression. In the adducted position, it's superior oblique and inferior oblique that are responsible for elevation and depression. That is, superior oblique is for elevation and inferior oblique is, is for depression. These muscles, of course, are, are working together at all times to contribute to the different complex movements we have. So you certainly can't isolate the actions of these muscles, but in complex daily life and considered like a complex activity like driving, you are using these muscles uh, all the time. Uh, you're tracing objects, you're, you're looking at other cars uh, turning into the road from side roads. You're, you're following different objects like stoplights. You're looking up, you're looking down, you're following the lines, you're looking at signs. So you're rolling in, you're rolling out at all times. Um, so they, they are constantly working together. Now, how can we remember the innervation for this muscle? Now, remember, innervation is referring to the nerve that connects with the muscle and then sends a signal to get that muscle to contract. So biceps brachii, it's innervated by the musculocutaneous nerve, uh, C5, C6. Anterior forearm muscles, mostly median nerve with some exceptions. Now, in this case, we're talking about the cranial nerves. The cranial nerves innervate uh, the extraocular muscles. So there are 12 cranial nerves. Uh, there are three distinct cranial nerves that innervate these uh, extraocular muscles. So ocular motor nerve innervates four of these six muscles. And there's a little trick to remember how these muscles are innervated. So you can remember SO4, LR6, all the rest, three. Now, what does SO4 mean? That means superior oblique is innervated by cranial nerve four, which is called trochlear nerve. LR6, what does that mean? Lateral rectus is innervated by cranial nerve 6, which is abducens nerve. And this muscle is responsible for abduction of the eyeball. And then all the rest, 3. So that is, the remaining muscles are innervated by ocular motor nerve. So that is medial rectus, superior and inferior rectus, and inferior oblique. All ocular motor nerve. So again, one more time. SO4, LR6, all the rest, 3. Uh, superior oblique, cranial nerve 4, trochlear nerve, lateral rectus, cranial nerve 6, abducens nerve, all the rest 3. So that's medial rectus, superior and inferior rectus, and inferior oblique, cranial nerve 3, which is oculomotor nerve. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode. Hope you learned something that's useful for you. Do you need a deeper dive on any of the content in this particular episode? Uh, any further questions, clarifications? If so, send me an email, seth at anatomyonthego.com. I could make a round two on this particular episode. But I will let you head back to your day, whatever you're up to today. So until the next episode drops, all the very best. Good luck with your studying, and I'll see you later.